her eyes burn barrel, two yellow balls, as fate counts out his last footfalls. A sudden spring, a demon cry, carnivorous laughter to the sky. Her teeth are fastened in his throat, the moon rides in her silver boat. And now, one scream of long delight, across the caverns of the night. The Panther by Edwin Markham Large cats have been sighted prowling in the wilds. This itself is not surprising. What is, however, is the location. These predators have been seen in Great Britain and Australia, which have no native big cat species. There is only one word that describes these out-of-place felines. Alien. Tonight, we discuss alien big cats on this mysterious minisode of Snipe Hunt. Snipe Hunt, your frightening folklore podcast, starts right now. I am your host, Darren Young. On these minisodes, I cover topics that don't seem to quite have enough content to do a full episode on, although this one might be the exception. I also try to go for a more serious tone, but if the opportunity for a joke presents itself, I will not be able to resist, as you heard earlier. My regular co-host Gary does not typically join me for these. He will be back for the next full episode. And like all episodes, mispronunciation is guaranteed. Alright, no house cleaning, no metaphorical fluff, let's pounce right into it. As you can tell by the title of the minisode, and by the terrible puns, tonight we are talking about cats, specifically alien big cats, aka anomalous big cats, aka phantom cats. These are large felines that appear outside of their native region such as lynx, jaguars, leopards, cougars, and the like. The most common kind sighted is supposedly the black panther, which are just leopards and jaguars that are melanistic, which is basically the opposite of an albino. Now we know that big cats exist, so why are we talking about it on a folklore podcast? Well, as the name suggests, these big cats are sighted in places where they are not supposed to be. Places like the UK, Australia, and parts of the United States. And there are plenty of myths about big cats as well. Now this episode is a long time coming, as it was suggested by a listener quite a long time ago. I added the subject to the list not long after that. However, it was not voted for on the topic poll on Patreon, so it took me a while to get to this. I was unable to find who suggested this, but you know who you are. Thank you so much for suggesting this topic. Now, I've probably talked about this in a previous episode, but I will tell it again as it pertains to tonight's subject. I've had my own ABC sighting, although it's not terribly exciting. I live in Northwest Arkansas. My girlfriend and I were on our way home from her parents' house. Where they live, it's basically just fields, houses, and the occasional tree line. There are also some suburban neighborhoods scattered in the area. The most wild animals I've seen out there are just raccoons, possums, and deer. It was dark as we were driving down the road, when all of a sudden a large animal jumped into the road in front of us. The headlights revealed a large animal. It was cat-like in shape, with a slender tan body 
and a long tail. It looked at us, revealing two small ears and large eyes that reflected in the headlights. It then turned its head forward and jumped into the darkness. I was pretty confused, as there was absolutely no doubt that was a mountain lion, otherwise known as a cougar or a puma. But based on previous research for this podcast, I knew that these felines were not supposed to be in Arkansas. I found out through further research that although mountain lions do not have a breeding population in the state, they have been known to wander over to Arkansas every once in a while. Although of all the places, I would have never expected to see one in such a developed area. Like I said, not too exciting, but this is definitely an example of an alien big cat. Before we get on to more contemporary sightings of ABCs, let's look at some older accounts. Starting off, we go to Great Britain. Much like the content of the Phantom Black Dog minisode, most of the stories of phantom cats come from this part of the world. This, after all, is the land of fairies, which, if you are familiar with actual fairy folklore at all, you know that these pixies are anything but kind. Speaking of fairies, our first subject for tonight is the Cat Sith. You might find the name familiar as we discuss the fairy dog, the Ku Sith, on the Phantom Black Dog minisode. The Cat Sith was a fairy in the form of a spectral black cat the size of a dog, with a white spot on its chest. Although some believe that it was not a fairy, but actually a transformed witch. In the Scottish Highlands, it was unlucky that a black cat passed over a new grave, as it was said that the cat Sith could snatch away a person's soul before it was claimed by the gods. To prevent this, a watch referred to as the Late Wake kept guard to keep the cat Sith away from the body. During the festival of Samhain, the celebration that would later evolve into Halloween, people would leave a saucer of milk on their porch for the cat Sith. The black cat would then reward those who left the milk out with a blessing, but would curse the cows of those who failed this ritual, drying them up of all their milk. Maybe this is one of the origins of the trick or treats. Another ancient big cat legend in the area is that of the Cathpalug, the scratching cat. The legends are a bit vague on this feline and often have deferring accounts, but most can agree that this creature was born from the pig Hinwin and was either cast into the sea or a lake, or just lived in the water from the beginning, before a fisherman caught the black kitten in its net. The Cathpalug then grew to an enormous size and killed the fisherman and his family. This cat appears in many Arthurian legends, in which King Arthur fought the beast and either slew the creature or was killed by the cat, although most consider Arthur's death to be at the Battle of Camelon. What is interesting is that this cat has an aquatic nature, some legends even describing it as a fish cat, or even a fish in the form of a cat, as described in the poem Manuel und Amande. Between the fish-like or even serpent-like nature of the beast, combined with its role in legend as an adversary needing to be slain by a hero, I can't help but think that this shares a lot of parallels with dragon myths. Big cats play a surprising part in dragon mythology, as we discussed in our last full episode. Some legends describe the cat Pelug as black in color, but it is also featured on a 12th century mosaic in the Cathedral of Otranto as a spotted cat fighting with King Arthur. 
On the subject of aquatic alien big cats, let's take a journey from the old world to the new and the Great Lakes region of North America, where the Native American legend of the underwater panther resides. It is called the Mishi Peshu or the Mishi Bijou in the Ojibwe language, which can be translated to the Great Lynx. This ABC is described as having the body of a large cat, such as that of a lynx or a mountain lion, a horned head, and a scaly body with upright scales or spikes on its back, and with an especially long tail. These creatures reside in the deepest parts of bodies of water, where they can cause storms, and their roar is like that of rushing rapids. Once again, I can't help but draw comparisons to dragon legends in which this creature is an amalgamation of a serpent and another animal. The horned head and spikes running down the scaly body makes it even more dragon-like. I am definitely not the first one to make this comparison. 18th century muskets were sometimes decorated with a side plate in the shape of a dragon. These side plates appealed to a large number of Native American tribes, as these dragon plates resembled creatures from their own mythologies, the most prominent being the underwater panther. I will stop going off on dragon tangents now. The nerd in me can't help it. Uh, back to cats. The underwater panther is seen as the most powerful underworld being, and is in a state of eternal conflict with the Thunderbird, another mythological creature said to cause storms. Let's move on from myth to alleged sightings of these felines. We go back to the United Kingdom, as that's where it seems the majority of these sightings occur. Starting off, we have a brief encounter involving William Cobbett, author of the book Rural Rides. In this book, William claimed that he saw a large cat the size of a spaniel in southeast England as a child in the 1760s. When Cobbett visited America years later, he saw an animal that was the same kind of cat he saw as a child in Surrey. This cat was a North American lynx. We pick up with another English big cat, the Beast of Bodmin Moor. This legend started around 1978 when locals reported mutilated livestock along with multiple sightings of large black cats, about three to five feet long with yellow eyes. Following more than 60 sightings of this beast, the Ministry of Agriculture, Fisheries and Food conducted an official investigation in 1995. The study concluded that there was no verifiable evidence for the presence of a big cat on Bodmin Moor. Only a few days after the release of the report, a boy walking by the River Fowey in Cornwall discovered the skull of a large cat, four inches long and seven inches wide, with large prominent canines that suggested that of a leopard. The skull was sent to the Natural History Museum in London in order to identify the skull, and their findings concluded that it was in fact the skull of a young male leopard. But they also concluded that the skull was imported to the country as part of a leopard skin rug. There were cut marks that indicated that the flesh of the skull was scraped off with a knife. An egg case from a foreign species of cockroach was found inside the skull, and the back of the skull was cleanly cut off in a way that is often used for mounting on a rug. Next, we have the similarly named Beast of Bukan, sighted mainly in northeastern Scotland. In 2006, a farmer in Cruden Bay discovered the mutilated remains of one of his sheep in a field. 
He stated that recently his workers had reported seeing a, quote, huge slinky cat skulking around. In 2008, a woman had an extremely close encounter with the beast, as reported by the Scotsman newspaper. Quote, an elderly woman mauled by a big cat in the Highlands fears the animal could seriously harm a child if it remains free. Pat McLeod, 74, needed stitches and deep wounds on her leg and suffered other cuts and scratches on her hands after being attacked. Police and wildlife experts are trying to track down the cat and have warned people not to approach as they see it. Miss McLeod, from Alness, claims to have been attacked twice by the creature, the latest one being last week. Of her first encounter, she said, A very large animal came bounding out of the shadows. It leapt at me, gripping my leg. There were punctures from its sharp teeth and scratches. I was knocked over by the propulsion of the beast, and I thought, how do I get rid of this animal? I pulled over the dustbin for protection, and the animal came over the top, gripping my left leg and the top of my right arm. I swear it was frenzied, spitting and growling. I would say from the nose to the tip of the tail, it was about four feet long. She said the gray cat had a dark stripe down its back, a long tail, large paws, and a broader face than a domestic cat. She added, I am not a weakling, but my God, if it attacked a child, I can't bear to think what the outcome might be. After the attack, she went to Invergordon Hospital for treatment. She was still in bandages when attacked again several days later. On that occasion, the cat leapt at her and grabbed her leg, then it quickly ran off. A spokesman for Scottish Natural Heritage said, It would be surprised if this was a Scottish wildcat. They are very elusive and keep well away from people. They are probably more scared of people than we are of them. It could be a hybrid. We want to know what it is so it poses no further danger. End quote. The Scottish wildcat referred to in the article is exactly as the name implies a species of non-domestic cats native to the region. They look very similar to house cats, except they are larger and heavier, with a more robust skull and longer limbs. It has a bushy, ringed, black-tipped tail, and its fur is a light brown with dark, tabby markings. Many believe that these wildcats are responsible for many ABC sightings in the region. Other attacks by British ABCs have been reported, such as the attack on an 11-year-old boy in Monmouthshire in August of 2000. Josh Hopkins and his brother were out looking for their lost cat when an animal attacked him in the tall grass. He is quoted as saying, At the start I thought it was playing, but when it struck its paw at me and I saw the blood fly past, I thought I was going to die. The boy suffered long claw marks to his face that required medical attention. Josh described the animal as a large black and slinky looking cat much bigger than any house cat. Police confirmed that there were similar sightings in the area, but there were no reports of any big cats escaping from zoos. Earlier this year, Cornwall native Matthew Wilds claimed he was attacked by a panther at his girlfriend's house in Port Leven. Quote, it was trying to get through the window. I thought it had gone and went to shut the window, and it went to get me. It grabbed my hand through the window, I used to work with animals, and this thing was like nothing I'd ever seen. It was worse than anything on the telly. If it was standing on the floor, it would be reaching about six feet. I would say it's a domestic cat, 
cross of the panther because of its tone, strength, and might. Wilde reported this incident to the police, but said that they, quote, weren't interested, end quote. The vast majority of big cat sightings do not involve an attack. I only included these because they provided more detail on the encounter than just, I saw a cat. There have been thousands, if not tens of thousands, of reports of big cats in the United Kingdom. So are all these sightings just mistaken identity? Have big cats ever been confirmed in the area? Well, the short answer is yes, and here is the long answer. In 1903, a Canadian lynx was shot and killed in Devon, and an analysis on the teeth concluded that at one point was held in captivity. In 1980, a very tame puma was captured in Scotland. The cat was named Felicity and was put into the Highland Wildlife Park Zoo. Felicity was very familiar with humans at the time of capture, and zoo director Eddie Orbell noted that the cat was probably not in the wild for long, stating that the cougar enjoyed being tickled. In 1991, a Eurasian lynx, thought to have been responsible for the death of 15 sheep, was shot and killed in Norwich. This was originally thought to have been a hoax, before a police report released in 2006 confirmed it was true. There are more confirmed accounts, but I will skip those for the sake of time. Our next stop on our big cat tour is down under. We go to Australia to visit the legend of the Blue Mountains Panther. The name says it all. Witnesses have reported seeing a large black panther in the Blue Mountains region of New South Wales. An excerpt from news.com.au describes the beast. Quote, Farmers, wildlife rangers, residents, and conspiracy theorists have long believed in the existence of a black panther living in the Blue Mountains, which feeds on livestock and wallabies. Photos of scratchings on trees, scat samples, hairs, and molds of panther paws have all been used to prove the existence of the beast. By 2010, there had been more than 460 sightings of the panther in Hawkesbury, one of the smallest towns within the Blue Mountains with former mayor Bart Bassett being one of the many believers. There have been too many sightings by too many reputable people for it to not be true, he told the Daily Telegraph. We're talking about a dentist, a retired magistrate, and an actual department of primary industry staff. Having spent a decade interviewing more than 750 witnesses from across the country, authors of Australian Big Cats and Unnatural History of Panthers Mike Williams and Rebecca Lang also believe the panther is real. There have been many discrepancies with government testings of scat and fur samples. There is a big cat out there, Mr. Williams said. End quote. One very well-documented case of an ABC ended in the actual predator being shot, killed, and stuffed. This is the case of the Tantanula tiger. One night in 1891, Aboriginal sheep shearers, along with their dogs, were frightened by a strange animal that they said did not belong in Australia. Property owner John Cameron investigated and found large paw prints measuring 10 centimeters across. The next year, Walter Taylor was driving home by buggy when he and his wife saw a large striped creature cross the road in front of them and disappear into the bush. Taylor could not identify the animal. Soon, 
people were reporting their livestock slain and completely devoured. They decided to hunt down this phantom predator, which was dubbed the Tantanula Tiger. After a few unsuccessful hunts, sheep farmer John Livingston made a poisonous mixture and poured it over dead sheep in an attempt to poison and kill the beast. And he was successful. He had actually killed a large feral pig that had slaughtered over 200 sheep on his farm. John was pleased with his success, writing, I feel quite satisfied, he wrote, in that killing this pig, I have killed the tiger that was doing so much damage to my sheep and weak cattle in the district of Tantanula. But his sheep kept dying and something kept leaving large paw prints. Eventually, crackshot Thomas Donovan started hunting the beasts and followed eyewitness reports to an estate near Mount Salt. There, he discovered a predator in the distance attacking sheep. He raised his rifle and shot the beast. The predator went off running, but the hunting party caught up with it and found the animal dying. It was a large wolf. The mystery of how an Arabian wolf ended up in South Australia was never solved, but the stuffed specimen is currently on display on the Tantanula Hotel. Other explanations of this ABC is that witnesses were seeing a thylacine, or a Tasmanian tiger, a striped canine-like predatory marsupial that went extinct in 1936. Australian folklore houses another fearsome feline that is actually more cryptid in nature rather than the known animals we have been discussing so far. The Queensland Tiger, otherwise known as the Yari. UnknownExplorers.com provides the following description. Quote, the Queensland tiger is a German shepherd-sized, striped, cat-like marsupial reportedly still living in the Queensland rainforest of Australia. Known to the Aborigines for many centuries and first brought to the attention of European Australians in the 1870s, the Queensland tiger experienced a flurry of sightings in North Queensland's southern tropical rainforests during the 1940s and 50s. Eyewitnesses all gave similar reports of a striped, tiger-like animal sighted mainly around Maryborough and Gympie, just to the north of the Sunshine Coast. Expeditions mounted in search of this creature came back empty-handed." What is interesting about the Yari is that rather than it being a non-native yet known animal, it is theorized to be a species of large carnivorous cat-like marsupial. Now an animal that matches this description did in fact live in the area in the late Pleistocene period, Thylacoleo the marsupial lion. These creatures became extinct 30,000 years ago and possibly even existed with the very first humans to come to Australia. The working theory is that an extremely small population of these lions survived extinction and live on to this day. Although some have suggested that the Yari legend was based on the Tasmanian tiger who only became extinct less than 100 years ago. Some believe that modern sightings of the Yari are actually the thylacine, who are actually not extinct. This is slightly more believable than the thylacoleo, who became extinct 30,000 years ago. Now, full disclosure, when I decided to do this episode, I was expecting to find more supernatural experiences involving these big cat sightings. I was also expecting to find some Black Panther sightings within the United States. I'm sorry to say that in my research, I was unable to find either. I know they are out there, so if you have seen an ABC, 
or if you have had a run-in with a cat that seemed more supernatural in nature, please let me know. You can contact us through our social media pages or by emailing us at snipehuntpodcast at gmail.com. But don't worry, at the end of this minisode, I have a little something to satisfy that supernatural craving. But before we get to that, let's try to explain the ABC phenomenon. What is actually going on here? The first explanation is the most likely, but it is also the most mundane. And that is misidentification. Black labs and other large dogs are very likely cases for this misidentification. In fact, house cats have also been misidentified as being their larger predatory counterparts, as reported in Illawarra Mercury News. Quote, A family has identified the mysterious beast recorded roaming the countryside near Lithgow earlier this week, which sparked cries of the region's infamous Black Panther was real. It's their family pet, a cat named Toby. Sorry to let you all down, but this is my cat Toby, owner Daniel Donlin commented on Facebook. That is my paddock being filmed, and yes, he is a large, desex black male who loves to visit the neighbors. The situation wore thin on the family as videos of their pet gained more and more attention. As of Wednesday morning, one of them had been viewed almost 300,000 times. The family had concerns more people would try to come and gain pictures of Toby or even hunt the quote, panther. Miss Donlin said that it should have been clear from the footage that Toby was simply a large male cat. End quote. The film in question shows a black cat walking around in the distance, and I, at least, can definitely see why it was mistaken as something larger. In fact, photos and videos of supposed ABCs can be found all over the internet. There is only one problem. Size and distance can be difficult to determine in a photo or video. House cats can appear much larger in the video, solely due to the perspective of the camera. Bears are also a popular animal to misidentify as a big cat. Bears live on most continents, so the likelihood of coming across one is pretty likely. Even other native large cats, or wild cats, can be misidentified as something alien. Such as the wild cats in Scotland. They are in fact larger than a house cat, so it is not too much of a stretch for it to be perceived as something even bigger. In fact, there are actually large black cats in Scotland. And that leads us to our next theory, hybrids. The Kellis cats in Scotland were once thought to be a myth, but eventually carcasses were attained, which revealed these felines to be hybrids between the Scottish wildcat and domestic cats. They usually range between 24 to 36 inches long, with a 12 inch long tail. One specimen captured in 1984 was found to be 15 inches tall at the shoulder and 43 inches in length, indeed a big cat. So these Kellis cats are definitely large, but nowhere close to the size of the animals reported. But as I mentioned earlier, it would be easy to upscale the size of these cats if seen from a distance. Now we move on to our next, also very likely theory. That these ABCs are actually big cats that have either escaped captivity or were released. As discussed earlier, legitimate big cats have in fact been discovered, caught, or killed far outside of their native range. Animal trainer Mary Chipper was said to have released three cougars into the wilds of Dartmoor in 1978 after the closing of her zoo in Plymouth. This is interesting as the Beasts of Bodmin Moor sightings started in that same year. This event 
gave rise or at least fueled the big cat legend of the UK. Exotic animals are unfortunately released into non-native wilds all the time. Prior to the Dangerous and Wild Animals Act of 1976, many people in the UK kept big cats. After the implementation of this law, big cat sightings rose significantly, most likely a result of people releasing their now illegal pet into the wild. Other fringe theories claim that these big cats are in fact supernatural in nature. Everything from shape-shifting witches to nature spirits have been theorized. I for one believe that the combination of misidentification and the release of exotic pets have given rise to the ABC legends. Now to wrap up this minisode, here is the supernatural content I promised. Although it involves cats of the smaller variety. In my research, I found an article on StrangerDimensions.com titled, Five Signs a Ghost Cat is Haunting You Right Now. So let's go over it. The first sign is the feeling of being watched, or the feeling of a presence in the room. The site claims that this is a sign of any haunting, even one of a ghost cat. The second sign is unexplained sounds, such as meowing and footsteps, or paw steps in this case and the feeling of an actual physical presence, such as the feeling of a cat on your lap or on your bed. The third sign is ghostly smells, such as cat urine. Cat owners know this scent well, as cat pee can have a strong ammonia smell to it. The fourth sign is seeing shadowy cat-like shapes out of the corners of your eyes. And finally, the fifth sign is actual apparitions of a cat such as seeing a translucent, full-body cat apparition, or seeing part of a cat, such as a tail disappearing around a corner. Now, house cats are so sneaky, these could just be signs that a cat is in your house. But if you have had any experiences like this, let me know. And with that, we'll wrap up this minisode. I believe that the ABC phenomenon is real, as there is plenty of evidence of big cats being released into the wild. Although whether they are breeding in the wild, or if they are in fact an extinct species, I'm not so sure. If you like the podcast, please leave a rating and tell your friends about us. We are a small podcast that is really trying to grow. After all, the more, the merrier. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for a future episode, please contact us on social media or email us at snipehuntpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, if you have had an alien big cat encounter or a supernatural run-in with any cat, please let us know, and we will feature it in our encounter series. Big shout-out to my co-host Gary. I will see you on the next full episode. So it seems that alien big cats are real, at least in certain circumstances. But that does not make this phenomenon any less interesting. The fact that a large animal could be so elusive might just lend credence to other, more paranormal beasts. Big cats have given rise to many legends, maybe even in dragon myths. So it is apparent that humans are fascinated by these animals. But be careful. The next time you are out in the wilderness, or maybe even the perceived safety of your own backyard, you might just get the feeling that you are being watched. It could be a trick of the mind, or it could be a predator waiting to pounce. It seems that even real animals can still become frightening folklore.
Once again, we want to thank you for listening to Snipe Hunt. Your listening has been noted and will be reported to the proper authorities. All audio used was done so under the protection of fair use. Logo design is by Ethan Rothfuss. The music used for this episode was composed by Mayu and Nature World 1986. We'll continue to search for the unexplained and we'll hopefully see you on the next hunt.